Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee emphasized the experience of Christ as life and the practical oneness of the believers. He was unbending in his conviction that God's goal is not narrow sectarianism, but the body of Christ. Through his messages in these life studies, he stressed the importance for us to grow in life and to function as Christians so that the body can build itself up. We're happy to bring you recorded portions from his ministry today, along with some of our own thoughts. And we welcome your comments and questions. You can reach us toll-free at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Now let's join today's program. With us again today in the studio is Ron Kangas. Ron, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me back. We have our second message today dealing with the two lines that run throughout the Bible, both of which are introduced in Genesis chapter 3 in the Garden of Eden. Would you provide a review of these two lines? These two lines are related to the two trees in Genesis 3, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. The tree of life signifies God in Christ as life. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which issues in death, is a symbol of Satan. These two trees represent two principles and therefore two ways of living the human life. One way that we call the line of life is to live by the triune God as life in our spirit. The other way, which is also another line, the line of the tree of knowledge, or again simply the line of knowledge, is the way of actually living out from ourselves according to our feeling of right and wrong. Throughout the scriptures, we can trace these two lines. By lines here, we mean an historical progression from Genesis through to the end of the Scriptures of living according to one of these two principles. So in the Bible, we have those who lived by the principle of the tree of life, and they were on the line of life. These include Abel, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Gideon, the prophets in the Old Testament like Isaiah and Daniel, the Lord Jesus, the apostles, and the consummation of this line is the New Jerusalem. The line of knowledge, unfortunately, has a stronger historical testimony since the vast majority of figures in the Bible lived according to this line, beginning with Cain, who rejected God's way of redemption and devised his own. It continued through Nimrod, the people at Babel, Nadab and Abihu, Korah and his rebellious company, the negative kings, then in the New Testament with the religionists, even the disciples when they were in themselves, eventually the dissenters in the church, those who taught wrongly in the book of Revelation, and eventually 
Antichrist. So there are in the scriptures, and there are in human history, two lines, the line of life and the line of knowledge. Thank you, Ron. It's very interesting to see that these two categories are broken down by those, not that we're either good or bad, but those that were on either the line of life or the line of knowledge. Let's go further and join Witness Lee for our life study of Genesis. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge is not only the knowledge of evil, but also, firstly, the knowledge of good. Regardless, that is the knowledge of good or that is knowledge of evil. <laughs> as long as it is knowledge, it doesn't belong to the tree of life. Satan is subtle. So the tree of knowledge, firstly, doesn't signify Satan directly. Rather, all things are apart from God. Even so many good things. And even so many scriptural things, as long as something is apart from God, whether good or evil, that will be used by Satan. Satan is hidden at the back of all things apart from God. Even the Bible could be used. Later on, we will see the law given by God was used as the tree of knowledge. I tell you, even your experience this morning, your good experience of Christ this morning, could be used as the tree of knowledge. You may have a very living prayer by depending upon the Lord in one night. Because it was so good, it impressed you so much, you would never forget it. Then after seven days, uh, you just repeat the same prayer. Word after word, the same. You know, the first time it was the tree of life. The second time it was the tree of knowledge. You see, even your good prayer could be used as the tree of knowledge. Anything we repeat by our knowledge, Right away, that something becomes the tree of knowledge. This is why even the Bible could be two trees. If you depend upon the Lord and exercise your spirit to come here to touch the word, I tell you, the Bible is the tree of life. If you just exercise your mind to investigate this book, I tell you, you get the tree of knowledge. The Lord Jesus told the Jews in John 5, 39, Ye search the scriptures, yet you would not come to me for life. Never make the Bible the tree of knowledge, but always keep it in the tree of life. The key is whether you are dependent on the Lord or you are independent. If you are independent to him, whatever you do, whatever you have, that is the tree of knowledge. If you are dependent on the Lord, I tell you, everything is the tree of knowledge. Ron, I was interested in Witness Lee's point that all things, 
even good and religious things can become an item of the tree of knowledge. How do we know when we're on the line of life or on the tree of knowledge? Good and even religious things can be in the principle of the tree of knowledge. They may be good, they may seem right, but they do not have their source ultimately in God. But the question is, how do we know when we are on the line of life or on the line of knowledge? The New Testament indicates, especially in a portion such as Romans 8, that the way of knowing is actually quite experiential. I would say it's by the sense or the taste in our spirit. Paul says, The mindset on the flesh is death. The mindset on the spirit is life. Right away, this points to the fact that there is some indicator that's not mere human psychology issuing from the divine life in our regenerated spirit, which causes us to sense whether we are in death or in life. I once saw a vivid illustration of this. A brother had two plastic bags, one filled with salt and the other filled with sugar. If we relied upon a visual examination, it would be hard to determine which bag has sugar, which bag has salt. But there was a practical test, a taste test. Immediately and spontaneously, one could tell Is this salt or is this sugar? I admit this is somewhat hard to explain and it may come across as mysterious to those unfamiliar with the New Testament revelation and experience of Christ as life, but there is such a thing as an inner knowing, an inner sense of life. If we do something good in and of ourselves and we are sensitive to the life within, will feel weak or empty or depressed or kind of darkened, uneasy. This is the sense of death indicating the good we are doing is from the source of the tree of knowledge. But if we are touching the tree of life, we will have a sense of life, of peace, of buoyancy, of supply, of brightness, of joy. These are the inner indicators provided by the divine life in our spirit, that we are living on the line of the tree of life. Thank you, Ron. Let's rejoin our life study of Genesis in Witness Lee. Adam stood in front of these two trees. It seemed that he was standing before God and Satan. This formed a triangular situation between man, God, and Satan in the universe. Now, the struggle between God and Satan is upon man. Whether man would choose God or follow Satan, it is altogether up to man's choice. Do you realize that this triangular situation today has been moved into us? Satan was in the garden outside of Adam. But Satan today is in our flesh, 
inside of us. And God in the garden was there outside of Adam. But today, God is in our spirit. These two trees were there in the garden outside of man, but today in our situation, these two trees are all within us. One is in our flesh. The other is in our spirit. If you read Romans chapter 7 carefully, you can see Paul said, in me, that is in my flesh. Nothing good dwells. As we have pointed out, what is sin? Sin is just the sinful nature of Satan. So as sin is in our flesh, that means Satan, the evil one, is in our flesh. Then Romans 8, verse 16 tells us, the Spirit of God with our spirit. And this verse proves that today God is in us. So you could see today every real Christian is a little garden of Eden. Your mind represents yourself. Sin in your flesh represents Satan. And the spirit in your spirit represents God. Again, within you and me, there is a triangular situation. Every day, I tell you. Every day. Uh Either you take the tree of knowledge or you take the tree of life. Ron, I think it would be good to break here and take a look at this very interesting triangular scene with God, Satan, and man. Brother Lee pointed out that initially this scene took place in the Garden of Eden, but now it has moved to within man's being. What is this referring to? In the account in Genesis 3, you have the three parties. There's God, there's humanity, and then there is Satan embodied in the serpent. So these three, in fact, form a triangular situation with man poised between God, signified by the tree of life, and Satan, embodied not only in the serpent, but also signified by a tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. To say that this triangular situation has moved within our being is to say that both trees in some very real sense, have come into us. How did this happen? Well, we had the first part of the triangle just by being human, with our natural human created life. When man fell into sin by eating of what was forbidden, he not only committed an objective act of disobedience, he took in the nature of Satan which became sin in his being. Thus, the tree of knowledge, signifying satanic life and nature, has entered into us. Strictly speaking, only genuine believers in Christ can be in the triangular situation, because they have the third part of the triangle. They have the other tree, the tree of life, signifying the triune God as life within them, 
When we believed in the Lord, repented, confessed, called on His name and received Him, we received eternal life, that is, we received the life signified by the tree of life. Now, in full and in fact, the triangle is within us. Paul realized this and spoke of it clearly in Romans 8, a chapter that unveils the subjective triangular situation. The mind signifying us may be set in one of two directions, the mind set on the flesh or the mind set on the spirit. That spirit is the mingled spirit, regenerated human spirit indwelt by the Spirit of God. In the flesh is the tree of knowledge. In the regenerated spirit is the tree of life. And we are in between. Where will we stand? What will we choose? Where will we set our mind? And how will we live and walk according to the flesh and be on the line of the tree of knowledge or according to the Spirit and be on the line of the tree of life? This is a vivid and accurate and all-too-real description of the triangular situation faced by every child of God every moment of every day. Ron, thank you. Let's rejoin Witness Lee with our life study of Genesis. We have the principles of these two trees throw the whole Bible. All the negative things in the Bible are of the line of the tree of knowledge. And all the positive things in the Bible are of the line of the tree of life. First of all, man was induced to contact the tree of knowledge. Then the descendant of the fallen man didn't depend upon God a bit. They just depended upon their knowledge. So in Genesis chapter 4, the first culture of mankind was invented. And that culture in development became the corrupted world of Noah. So the blood came in to judge that earth. Then Noah got saved. But sorry, from Noah's descendants came out another race. And this race still didn't depend upon God. Eventually, the second culture of mankind came out. And that was the culture of a Babel. Then God called out of that fallen race, Abraham. So you see two lines. The line of life started from Adam. He got fallen. He also got redeemed. Through Abel, through Enoch, through Noah. Then this line came to Abraham and through Isaac and through so many Israelites, you could see two lines there. Then you come to New Testament, you can see even some of the things were on the line of life, such as the Old Testament and the law, but due to the fact that the religionists took the law as knowledge, they made the law line of knowledge. So when the Lord Jesus came, those Pharisees, those Jewish leaders, they were all on the line of knowledge. 
Only the Lord Jesus, He Himself, was on the line of life. Then all his disciples up to the day of Pentecost, you know, so many people, they all got on this line. So by that time, you have the Jewish religion, you have the church. But not after too long, the church got degraded. Degraded from what? Yes, from the living Christ. Fallen from the living Christ to what? To dead scriptural knowledge. Then the overcomers among the Christians, they would never shift from the line of life to the line of knowledge. They would stay until the end. And we know, and this is the line of life which issues in the new Jerusalem. And eventually, the great Babylon with all the other things apart from God all will be a kind of consummation of death. All this will be cast in the lake of fire. A lake of fire will be the ultimate consummation of the line of knowledge. Hallelujah. In opposite to this lake of fire, there will be a city of water at the ultimate consummation of the line of life. Ron, I think we agree that this was a very sober conclusion to this message regarding these two lines in the Bible. They both run a course throughout the entire Bible and throughout history, and they both have their eventual culmination, don't they? Indeed they do. That's the clear and evident testimony of the last three chapters of the book of Revelation. Two lines from two trees and two consummations. So we have the tree of the knowledge of good and evil as a source and as a principle. And proceeding from that source and following that principle is the line of knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil. According to the scriptures, this line does not continue forever. That line and everything according to it, has its ultimate consummation. That consummation is the lake of fire, the second death. There is an issue, there is a consummation of the line of knowledge, and that is the lake of fire, the second death. But thank the Lord for his great salvation, which brings us to another tree, God himself is life, and to another line, the line of life, and to a most glorious consummation of the line of life, the city of life, the new Jerusalem. The Bible ends with a marvelous unveiling of the new Jerusalem, which is not heaven, but a building of God with man that descends out of heaven. And what do we see in this city? The tree of life growing and flowing in the river of water of life. The lake of fire is called death, the second death. The new Jerusalem is a city of life, a city of the tree of life, and a city of the river of water of life. Two trees, two lines, which become two ultimate consummations. Every person on the earth 
and everyone who has ever lived or will live will be on one of these lines and will flow into one of these two consummations. Praise the Lord for his mercy and saving us from the line of knowledge, transferring us onto the line of life. We know where we're going. We're going to the city of life, the city of God, the new Jerusalem, where we will enjoy the triune God as the tree of life and the river of water of life for eternity. Thank you, Ron, and thank him that we have him as our real tree of life. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. Living Stream Ministry is dedicated to the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China during the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Watchman Nee sent Witness Lee to carry out this ministry in Taiwan. Later, the Lord led him to the United States and eventually to the rest of the world before he went to be with the Lord in 1997. Living Stream Ministry now has hundreds of titles by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee available in English, plus many in more than 50 other languages. To find out more about Living Stream and all that we offer, visit our website, lsm.org. You can also reach us toll-free at 1-888-543-3788 or email us, radio at lsm.org. Thanks for listening.